scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to Day 5 of Week 51 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today we're reading Job chapter 24 through 27 and Revelation 17. Before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we thank you that you've given us so much of your wisdom that we can read and understand and not have to search it out on our own. We know, Father, that man on his own does not come to true wisdom, but that true wisdom comes from you. We ask that you would help us as we read today to gain true wisdom and understanding from your word. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin in Job 24. Why are not times kept by Shaddai? And why do not those who know him see his days? They remove border stones, they seize flocks, and they pasture them. They drive away the donkey of orphans. They take the widow's ox as a pledge. They thrust the poor off the road. The needy of the earth hide themselves together. Look like wild donkeys in the desert. They go out to their labor as searchers for the prey. The wilderness is their food for the young. They reap their fodder in the field, and they glean in the vineyard of the wicked. They spend the night naked without clothing, and they have no garment in the cold. They are wet from the rainstorm of the mountains, and they cling to the rock without refuge. They snatch the orphan from the breast, and they take a pledge against the needy. They go about naked without clothing, and hungry they carry the sheaves. Between the terraces they press out oil. They tread the presses, but they are thirsty. From the city people groan, and the throat of the wounded cries for help. Yet God does not regard it as unseemly. Those are among the ones rebelling against the light. They do not recognize his ways, and they do not stay in his paths. At dusk the murderer rises. He kills the needy and the poor, and in the night he is like a thief. And the eye of the adulterer waits for dusk, saying, No eye will see me. And he places a covering on his face. He digs through houses in the darkness. By day they shut themselves in. They do not know the light, because morning likewise is to them deep darkness. Indeed, they know about the terrors of deep darkness. He himself is swift on the water's surface. Their portion is cursed in the land. No one turns toward the path of their vineyards. Drought and heat snatch away the snow waters, like Sheol snatches away those who have sinned. The womb forgets him. The maggot feasts on him until he is no longer remembered, and wickedness is broken like a tree. He feeds on the barren who does not have a child, and does no good to the widow. Yet he carries off the tyrants by his strength. If he rises up, then he cannot be certain of life. He gives security to him, and he is supported, but his eyes are upon their ways. They are exalted a little while, then they are gone, and they are brought low. They are cut off like all others, and like the heads of grain they wither away. And if it is not so, then who can prove me a liar and reduce my word to nothing? Chapter 25 then Bildad the Shuhite answered and said, Domination and dread are with him who makes peace in his high heavens. Is there a number to his troops, and upon whom does his light not rise? Indeed, how can a human being be righteous before God? And how will he who is born of a woman be pure? Look, even the moon is not bright, and the stars are not pure in his sight. How much less for a human being who is a maggot, and a human who is a worm? Chapter 26. 
Then Job answered and said, How you have helped one who has no power! How you have assisted the arm that has no strength! How have you advised one who has no wisdom! And what sound wisdom you have made known in abundance! With whose help have you uttered words, and whose breath has come forth from you? The spirits of the dead tremble below the waters and their inhabitants. Sheol is naked before him, and there is no covering for Abaddon. He stretches out the north over emptiness. He hangs the earth over nothing. He ties up the water in its clouds, and the cloud is not torn open beneath it. He covers the face of the full moon. He spreads his cloud over it. He has described a circle on the face of the water between light and darkness. The pillars of heaven tremble, and they are astounded at his rebuke. By his power he stilled the sea, and by his understanding he struck down Rahab. By his breath the heavens were made clear. His hand pierced the fleeing snake. Look, these are the outer fringes of his ways, and how faint is the word that we hear of him. But who can understand the thunder of his power? Chapter 27 Then Job again took up his discourse and said, As God lives, he has removed my justice, and Shaddai has made my inner self bitter. For as long as my breath is in me, and the Spirit of God is in my nose, my lips surely will not speak falseness, and my tongue surely will not utter deceit. Far be it from me that I would say that you are right. Until I pass away, I will not put away from me my blamelessness. I hold fast to my righteousness, and I will not let it go. My heart will not blame any of my days. Let my enemy be like the wicked, and my opponent like the unrighteous. For what is the hope of the godless when he cuts them off, when God takes away his life? Will God hear his cry of distress when distress comes upon him? Or in Shaddai will he find delight? Will he call upon God at all times? I will teach you about God's hand. I will not conceal that which is with Shaddai. Look, you all have seen, and why in the world have you become altogether vain? This is the portion of the wicked human being with God, and they receive from Shaddai the inheritance of the ruthless. If their children multiply, it is for the sword, and his offspring do not have enough to eat. Their survivors are buried through the plague, and their widows do not weep. If he heaps up silver like the dust, and fashions clothing like the clay, he makes it ready, and the righteous will wear it, and the innocent will divide the silver. He builds his house like the moth, and like a booth that a watchman has made. He goes to bed with wealth, but he will do so no more. He opens his eyes, and it is gone. Terrors overtake him like the water. A storm wind carries him off in the night. The east wind lifts him up, and he is gone, and it sweeps him away from his place, and it hurls at him, and it has no compassion. He will quickly flee from its power. It claps its hands over him, and it hisses at him from its place. Now let's read Revelation 17. And one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and spoke with me, saying, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great prostitute who is seated on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed sexual immorality, and those who live on the earth became drunk with the wine of her sexual immorality. And he carried me away into the wilderness in the spirit, and I saw a woman seated on a scarlet beast that was full of blasphemous names, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was dressed in purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, 
holding a golden cup in her hand full of detestable things and the unclean things of her sexual immorality. And on her forehead a name was written, a mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes and of the detestable things of the earth. And I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the witnesses to Jesus. And I was greatly astonished when I saw her. And the angel said to me, Why are you astonished? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that has the seven heads and the ten horns that carries her. The beast that you saw was, and is not, and is going to come up from the abyss, and he is going to destruction. And those who live on the earth, whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, will be astonished when they see the beast that was, and is not, and will be present. Here is the mind that has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits, and they are seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, the other has not yet come, and whenever he comes it is necessary for him to remain a short time. And the beast that was and is not is also himself an eighth, and is of the seven, and he is going to destruction. And the ten horns that you saw are ten kings, who have not yet received a kingdom, but they will receive authority as kings for one hour with the beast. These have one opinion, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb, and the lamb will conquer them, because he is lord of lords and king of kings, and those with him are called and chosen and faithful. And he said to me, The waters that you saw, where the prostitute is seated, are peoples and crowds and nations and languages. And the ten horns that you saw, and the beast, these will hate the prostitute, and will make her desolate and naked, and they will eat her flesh, and will burn her up with fire. For God put into their hearts to carry out his purpose, and to make a unanimous decision, and to give their kingdom to the beast, until the words of God are fulfilled. And the woman that you saw is the great city that has sovereignty over the kings of the earth. And that is the reading for today and for this week. Until next time, have a great weekend, and keep meditating on the Word of God.